0: Welcome, everybody, to TWGTF, or as everyone knows it, from the squeaky clean streets of Riverside to the horribly depressing streets of Los Angeles with all my sisters and me. This is Two White Guys Talking Film. I am, of course, your host, Ben. And I'm Tyler. And we have not spoken in, like, two weeks. Tyler, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. I feel like a lot of things have happened since then. I feel like a lot of things have, like come out i feel like a lot of things have debuted I, i've seen a couple of things over the week i saw two movies in theaters over the holiday weekend i'm not going to get into those They didn't make my favorite movie of the week <laughs> which is now going to take us to our next segment the best thing we saw this week tyler you want to go first or you want me to
1: i'll go first okay because i feel like we're going to talk about something that you saw for a really long time hmm. but what i saw is not anything current Or new, uh, I saw a movie that was recently put out on Blu-ray, thanks to the Portland uh, Library System. Shout out to them! Saw a movie from 1965 called *The Possessed*. It is an Italian film. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know why it's called *The Possessed*. It doesn't have anything to do with ghosts or the or the the devil, but it's from Italy from like 1965, as I said. So it's like a proto-giallo, proto-noir film. It's really it's shot with like
0: a European Kind of art house flair. Don't uh, look it, now. K- kind of, kind more, of more, maybe a little older than Don't Look Now. Maybe like eighties ish. a
1: mo- Little older because it's it's black and white and okay, okay. More of like the French New Wave kind oh, so of like, like four hundred neo- blows. Yeah, so like four hundred okay, blows, okay. like the neorealism like bicycle thieves style of okay, like okay. things
0: sort of unfold slowly in the did camera. Did you give me? Did you give me this movie? I did not. What movie did you give me to watch, and I, I still give, haven't watched it? Did I give you? I I I am blanking. It was about you said it was like some. It was like your favorite movie. Oh, was that like Eyes Without a Face? No, I've seen Eyes Without a Face. It was like some. It was like a one word title like Possession.
1: Oh, it's Possession.
0: Oh, so it was Possession. Okay. <laughs> it was Possession. No, well, then I need to watch this movie.
1: It wasn't Possession. You need to watch Possession because Possession. I mean, I might actually pick Possession in in October sometime, but. Watch Possession. That movie's also great. No, The Possessed is a new movie I just watched this week.
0: Oh, Um, so this is called The Possessed. Okay, I thought it was called Possession this whole time. I was like, fuck. Listen. Okay, so The Possessed.
1: Horror movies be reusing the names a lot. But The Possessed is from 1965. Again, like I said, it's an Italian movie. It is about a writer who's kind of burnt out on, like, living and, like, doesn't really understand his place in the world. And it's kind of, like... Tired and like breaks up with his girlfriend goes to this, like seaside like this lakeside, uh, like hotel and is looking for this girl. He met there the last time he was there like a year ago, only to find out that recently she has committed suicide and kind of falls down this like web of conspiracy of like what could have happened to her, what led her to that, or like what did someone murder her essentially um, mm. it's, it's, it's very basic the plot, uh, way where it gets weird is that the movie is, like, kind of shot in, like, a really art housey, like, bicycle thieves kind of, like, way. More like Cocteau. More like um, the 1940s, like, uh, what is it? Uh, shit. Beauty and the Beast. Kind of just, like, really, okay. like, okay. artful and, like, weird, like, dreamy. It's really, really good. People should check it out. Okay. I well, like a good
0: horror. I like a good weird horror movie that the title sounds
1: way off title the italian title is the lady of the lake and that makes way more sense with what the movie's going for but, but like the americans were like that's eh, the possessed
0: fuck it who's who's in this movie
1: nobody of note, other than um let me look it up there is an and American you said it's 1965
0: 1965 it was recently okay,
1: put out okay. on by Aero video who do some amazing restoration stuff and put out very weird things
0: okay yeah i'm gonna put this on my on my watch list oh okay Um, so the possessed yeah uh you mentioned earlier you said something along the lines of you think i'm gonna go a long way about something
1: i think we're gonna have a long
0: conversation about something and why what do you think that's gonna be about
1: there's a tentpole movie well not a tent pole but like that
0: did not do very well
1: a big quote-unquote elevated horror quote-unquote movie that came out recently
0: what's the name of that movie Oh, Midsummer. Yeah, uh, you'd like to think that's what we're talking about, but no. I got high on Tuesday when I had finished unpacking my house, and I put on Goodfellas, which is just slightly better than Midsummer. Trust me. You're only right now. You're only getting a stay of execution. I'm still gonna prove you lit that bus full of nuns on fire and get you sent to the chair that is Midsummer. You have a date in October as well, and it's going to be with that movie when we really discuss it on a big episode. But. No, we are not going to talk about Midsummer. Uh, I watched Goodfellas, and fuck me. I think Goodfellas is Martin Scorsese's best movie. That movie is so easy to watch at any point, at any time. It's nearly three hours long, but it doesn't feel like it. It's so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's good. It's, it's good. incredible. It not only ensures that Ray Liotta, bar... Um, short of uh, what you did to lo- deal with midsummer, light a bunch of nuns on fire, will work for the rest of his life. He's not only that, he's flanked on one side by De Niro giving a fucking Oscar-nominated performance, and he's fucking incredible. And on the other side of him is fucking Joe Pesci in his fucking Oscar-winning performance. And Joe Pesci is captivating, minute one to minute end in that movie. Joe
1: Pesci's very fun in that movie. I think Ray is probably my favorite performance. Oh, Ray
0: Liotta is a breakout star in that movie.
1: Oh God! The like you fuck my life thing, and when they start like when everyone starts laughing, it yeah. might be my favorite Ray Liotta image of all time. Is just like him like pointing and laughing.
0: It's really good. It's good. and it's and it's a movie too that like it kind of reminds me of what he would do later with The Wolf of Wall Street, with like him talking to the camera at one point. He does that more in The Wolf of Wall Street, but also the over narration. Like it just it works. It's such a solid Scorsese movie, and it's got like. The tagline for that movie sums it up perfectly. Three decades of life in the American Mafia. That's it. It sums up the movie. You don't need to know anything else going into that movie. (laughs) It's so good. It's such a good movie. Yeah, yeah. You're you're out of your mind. I'm not out of my mind. It's just, I I don't like Scorsese in... That movie lost to Dances with Wolves for Best Picture. Tell me what kind of justice that is.
1: Look... You're not. I'm not going to defend Justice *Dances with Wolves* because that's a, not a good movie. I hate that movie, explicitly. That movie's very bad. I'm just oh. going to say that, like, I don't like Scorsese
0: in like that mode, if that makes sense. What do you mean his best mode, gangster picture mode? What I, do you
1: mean? No, like just like talking to the camera, like really fast paced. Like I know it's what like what he became famous for, but like so good. He's so. good. It fun. is really good. I like. I don't know. I just like. Okay. I just, I just made more kings of comedy. If that makes huh. sense.
0: Remember to turn up the wattage on Midsummer. An extra fifty points when he. uh, (laughs) Really digging myself a hole, guys. No, no, you're no, you're fine. I'm not gonna take that on you. We're we are gonna talk about Midsummer though, because fuck me, ladies and gentlemen, there is there is what I think is going to be a debate coming (laughs) about this movie.
1: Yes, give me time. Let me write points. Let me <laughs> let
0: me pull, let me pull the hereditary and watch it five more times. Yes, you have to really, know I hate it. Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: let me let me figure this out.
0: Let me I don't want me to say it. that we're fighting for the soul of Ari Aster, and if he gets to work again, but oh my god. Oh, are we? If if I could stop Ari Aster. No, Astor no, from shut up! He, shut up! He's a, shut up! He's one of the four faces of modern horror. You shut your mouth! Shut the fuck up! No way! No, he is. He's so good he's no, so fucking good no, that uh, no. we're not no, no, doing no, no. this now this is in October <laughs> we're not doing this now
1: not throwing around face of modern horror get the fuck out of here who's the face of
0: modern horror that's
1: a good point, I have no idea
0: no no no, I'm saying you saying who isn't the face of modern horror it's not fucking Ari Aster if you can- okay <laughs> now <laughs> I can, I can just get it, Ari Aster and face of modern horror together it'll sound a little off, but it'll, it'll work people will buy it <sighs> I'm like Mysterio in that Spider-Man movie. People will believe what I tell them to believe. (laughs) By the way, Spider-Man is fucking fun. Oh, I I haven't
1: seen Endgame, so... Oh,
0: well, I mean, if you've you've seen a thing online about Endgame, you've probably seen Endgame.
1: I don't want to see Endgame. I don't know if that's... I've been really dragging my heels on seeing Endgame. You
0: probably should, because it's probably going to be on my list somewhere by the... Uh, Like a year's end list thing. I forgot about that. We have to watch Uh, all, all each other's years end. Good luck getting through mine. Oh, no, I have I have a lot of uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really gonna I'm really gonna turn my brand into a different mode that month that takes us out of the best thing we watched. and the lights are going down, and people are like, God, those were a lot of previews. What the hell? Were they drunk this week up there? <laughs> and Tyler's now coming on stage as the lights are starting to dim, and he's going to introduce our first movie. So take it away, Tyler.
1: So the first movie is one of two box office bombs I have for you this week. It is a comedy. It is directed by two people, the first of two that is based off of a comic book. It is about a ragtag group of friends who suddenly become superstars over the course of a couple of days, I think. I don't know how long it takes, but anyway, it's Josie and the Pussycats.
2: Jeez, it's so huge.
0: Oh, this is only the beginning.
2: Are you sure you should be putting that up already? I mean... We haven't even recorded anything yet. What if you don't like it? What if nobody likes it?
3: Hey, don't worry. If you screw up, we'll just put somebody else out there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Hey, Wyatt, Mm? they got our name wrong.
4: Mm?
2: We're not Josie and the Pussycats. We're just the Pussycats.
0: Oh, no. Josie's the singer the public needs someone out front to identify with. Trust me, our studies have shown that bands that have the word AND in the title sell twice as many records as those that don't.
3: But what about the Beatles? Or the Rolling Stones? Or the Backstreet Boys? Yes, yes,
0: well, if you want to split hairs, yes, of course, obviously, yes, yes. But, come on, I mean, would you be more interested in a band called simply the Pussycats? Or are you more likely to buy a CD or read a comic or watch a cartoon or go and see a movie
4: about a trio of luscious ladies called Josie and the Pussycats? Hmm?
5: It does have a nice ring to it. Oh, yes.
0: (laughs) I don't know if this is going to be the most surprising part or the next one is, but Josie and the Pussycats. Not all Archie properties have to be dark and brooding. Sometimes it's just good to let the music take a hold of you and get lost in a fun, self-aware comedy with tons of early up-and-coming talent who all clearly love this material and want to do it justice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Josie and the Pussycats, I have seen this movie, and I think I've seen this movie in chunks. I think I've seen this entire movie in chunks because it was on Stars all the time back in the day. I didn't realize how smart this movie was. Oh, it's so good. it's it's an incredible little film. Uh, it knows what it
1: is, and I think that that's absolutely incredible. Not
0: only that, never apologizes for it either. Nope.
1: It's like we are a comedy. <laughs> we are lampooning our our source material while also kind of lovingly like pointing towards it.
0: oh yeah, and and paying homage to it. yeah, it's so, so good. So let us talk about what Josie and the Pussycat spawns from. yes. So, Josie and the Pussycats comes from the world of the Archie comics, which is mm-hmm. Archie, Jughead, Veronica, Betty. They are, like, an offshoot group, and they got their own comic strip. I don't know much about them.
1: So, they were, like, a group, I think, that was on Archie as, like, the house band of wherever Archie's friends eat. I forget. I'm not a big Archie fan. But they got their own offshoot. Comic strip, and then because of that comic strip, they got their own offshoot Hanna Barbera cartoon because Hanna Barbera would try literally anything, including a Godzilla cartoon, which oh, is God. absolutely terrible.
0: It is, um, it is.
1: The cartoon is what's actually like probably the more famous property because every mm-hmm. review I read about this movie referenced the fact that it was a cartoon and not the fact that it was a comic first. So, this is technically a comic book movie. I don't know what information, what are you going to do with that information? But it's, that, that is true. It's a comic movie.
0: It is such an interesting little movie. I took some notes for it, and the first thing I wrote down was I said, a very odd start that I had completely spaced about the B-plot of this film has a unique opening with some very, really, weirdly now big up-and-comers, including yeah. Seth Meyers, or uh-huh. Seth, Seth Green, excuse me. Seth Green. Me. Breckenmeyer, uh, yes. The illegitimate... Oh my god, Seth Myers is just the illegitimate son of Breckenmeyer and <laughs> Seth Green. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> they are in love. Who else? The guy who plays Turk from... Donald Faison. Donald Faison, thank you. And I don't know the fourth guy.
1: The other guy is... is uh, he's He is credited as Alexander Martin. I have never heard of him or seen him. I'm And weirdly gets the most lines. He... Does I think it was because the other one, the other guys were like cameos
0: for like a day shoot. These four guys are part of a boy band, and that boy band is God. How how to put this? I mean, they're 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 what an atypical boy band in the year that this movie was made, two thousand one, would look like. There's four of them. They all smolder and they sing songs that girls just go gaga for. What we don't know is that all of the music industry is a massive conspiracy to brainwash children into watching and buying what they want them to buy. And I don't really know how to go further with that than saying that, but the movie opens with this band finding this out kind of, and then the band gets blown up by, I'll say it right now, the if we're handing out MVP trophies, uh, MVP, Alan Cummings in this movie, mm-hmm. Alan Cummings blows up this boy band and then lands right outside of Riverdale and says, I'll find a new band by tomorrow, Mom. He's on the phone with somebody we don't know until later. And that's where he walks into Riverdale and he discovers, and the movie starts with a great musical opening number, Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, God. Who I- are played by Rachel Lee Cook as Josie, Rosario Dawson as Valerie, and I'll say this, if we're giving an MVP for the Pussycats, Tara Reed in maybe the best role she's ever done as Melanie Valentine. Listen, Tara she's- Reid... Oh, uh, my MVP. She's so good in this movie. She's so funny in this movie because Tara Reid did the one thing that you need to do as a actress who is perceived as kind of dumb. Lean the fuck into it.
1: Yeah. She's also playing. I, I, this, I'm going to out myself about something. I used to be a drummer for a band. And let me tell you. Tara Reed is the fucking funniest part about this movie because I, as a drummer, love drummer jokes. I love drummers who are
0: dumb. So the movie is this three-girl band who is, like, part of Riverdale, and they're small-time. They've never been signed, and they are, like, at the point where they're like, should we keep doing this? Should we... Should we like, move? Should we move? Should we, like- should we not allow people who hate us to call us Special Ed, which is not a joke that holds up well? <laughs> no. And at the same time, while this is going on and the three of them are trying to make... There is the B-plot of that boy band that we spoke of that has crashed. And people... By the way, MTV is used almost as well as it's used in the cable guy in this.
1: So good. Every, it's real. Yeah. Every single product placement, they did not get money for. That's so great. Which is insane because there is it. every shot has... A logo in it. Every shot has mm-hmm. like
0: a Starbucks or a Target or an MTV News. Well, there's when remember remember the scene where Josie's about to kiss that guy at, mm. in the aquarium. There's an Aquafina lo- sign behind them. Yeah, yeah, it's really well done.
1: Or when when Alan Cummings like I forget exactly what he does, but he like beats up or k- kicks out someone, and he says it like right. Or no, he like abducts a teenager at the mall. And when he throws them into the van, the van takes off behind him is like MTV. Yes. And it's like perfect. I am so impressed that critics totally failed to understand what this movie was lampooning when it came out.
0: Oh, and I mean, let's let's not even talk about the fact that when that girl is like, oh, this music sucks. And he goes, he goes, um, he goes smells like teen spirit. Like his code names are songs like for. Oh, my God. It's it's uh, so he shows up in Riverdale. And Josie and them are packing it in. They're pretty sure they just—they are not going to make it. And all of a sudden, he almost hits them with his car. Alan Cummings' character is a guy by the name of Wyatt Frame, and Wyatt is a record producer. And he sees them. And it, by the way, the opening of this movie, where they are at the, where they are playing their gig, and it looks so glamorous, and it turns out it's just at a bowling alley, is one of the best openings I've seen in a long time.
1: Such a good, clever gag. This movie's full of just very good gags.
0: It is. So they have, Josie and the Pussycats have an agent who is like, seems just to be kind of a friend. So the agent and the girl next to the agent, is that supposed to be his sister? Missy Pyle's character.
1: Oh, yes. They're supposed to be twins.
0: Okay. So, oh yes, they're the Cabot's. Alexander and Alexandra Cabot. Alexander is their agent and all of a sudden Alan Cummings' character discovers them. And the way he does it, by the way, it's a little corny, but it works when he holds up the record, the CD, the blank CD case in front of them.
1: And like the world's number one band is like being taken down from the. Oh, my God, it's so
0: good. That's right. That's right. Oh, my God, it's so good. (laughs)
1: Like I said, just like so many good things happening that you are about to pay attention to.
0: It's it's a very clever movie. So the three of them are told by Alan Cummings character, I want to sign you for this. You're pretty amazing, and we wanna we wanna sign you to this big record deal. Not having heard a single thing they've played. He just saw them with instruments. And they go, isn't this seem a little soon? And he goes, he goes, Okay, girls, I'll be walking away now. And they sign because the movie doesn't go anywhere if it doesn't. And they're <laughs> flown to New York to be part of this big record deal. And it's at this point we start to discover what I said before, and I might take it out and put in here, the fact that there is the big record company is using popular acts to sell children things.
1: Yeah, it like it's like literal like subliminal messaging where it's like, buy a Big Mac. <laughs>
0: like, and, like, they, like and the way anything. it works is like they'll put on a song and be like, oh, you're the only one. But they have, and they say it specifically, the voice of the movie phone guy saying, buy a Big Mac. You want a Big Mac. So go to Old is- Navy. Yeah, yeah, go to Old Navy. And it's like, dude, I really want a Big Mac. Yeah, and I love Old Navy. And, like, the way they do it is so funny.
1: My favorite is when Tara read after they listen to their own song, is.
0: And now, I'll play it back with the mega sound. And those three small
2: too late. Is that us? It sounds so... I want a Big Mac. What?
5: Mel, no, you're a vegetarian. I know, but suddenly I want one. Maybe on the way back to
3: the hotel? Okay. As long as we can stop by Foot Locker, too. I'm dying for a pair of old-school tree-torns.
2: Jerkin tree-torns are the new Adidas.
0: <laughs> Rosario Dawson's like, you're a vegetarian. She goes, yeah, but I think I want to try one. <laughs> and she has, like, almost, the way they light her face in that scene, she almost has, like, an animalistic look to her face. Oh, it's so good. Terri so, very
4: good.
0: Yes, Terry. yes. Well, we will get to each of them. So Alan Cummings... Signs them to this big by the way alan cummings is a villain straight out of a roger Moore bond movie no you're he, not wrong yeah he really is and, and not just a not a roger Moore bond vi- movie villain more of a henchman and he does it really well i would like to point out there is a line in here where he says he goes and he goes okay josie and the pussy hats and 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 she goes pussy cats he goes oh that makes sense because you're not wearing any i'd like to point out they did a pussy hat joke 18 years before it was cool that's
5: how
4: oh, great this movie is
5: okay
0: I'm just saying. Okay. I would also like to point out Missy Pyle totally breaks the fourth wall and says because I was in the comic book, which is a wonderful. Oh,
1: uh, uh, She gets asked why she's here and she just goes because I was in the comic book, and it's like so tossed off and so like matter and, of
0: fact, and it's great because I think the the brother says what and she goes nothing and like just goes back to reading a magazine.
1: Oh, uh, so, this movie's
0: but, great. <laughs> it's 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 such a fun little movie. It's it's a wonderful, cute, adorable. Movie. My wife and I were sitting there and my wife was like. What do you have to watch this week? I was like, Josie and the Pussycats. She's like, Can I watch that with you? And I was like, Yeah, totally. And we just had such a good time sitting in bed. We had unpacked the entire house and we were just sitting in bed with internet finally, just watching Josie and the Pussycats. Oh it was God. just a delight.
1: I had a very similar thing happen where I started watching it on my laptop and she's like, What are you watching? And I was like, Oh, I'm watching Josie and the Pussycats. It's like, You want to watch that together? And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. So, let's talk about the three stars of this movie. Let's talk about Rachel Lee Cook, let's talk about Terry Reed. and let's talk about Rosario Dawson. I think they're the only three that matter. They're the ones who are on screen the most. Well, who do you want to start with?
1: Let's start with where they're built. Let's do Rachel Lee, Terry, and then Rosario Dawson.
0: That's so weird to think about, too. Rachel Lee Cook. What happened to her?
1: It's just one of those things where I feel like this is, like, sort of the end of her career. I mean, this movie wasn't big. Like, it was a bomb, and this definitely was, like a
0: string of bombs for her you know though you say bombs and you say this at the end of her career she's not stopped working since then like i'm looking at her career if she has three fucking lifetime movies that appear to be a trilogy and i'm sure those movies paid her i'm sure she has a a minimum that she has to get she's on criminal
1: minds now she does a bunch of like hallmark stuff like she just just think she should have been bigger she really should have there's a, she's in a movie called uh, Eleven Fourteen, which I haven't seen since I was in high school. I remember younger. 11,
0: I remember Eleven Fourteen.
1: 14. Uh, I remember liking it when I was a kid. Don't know if that holds up.
0: I always thought she was just adorable. Like, she yeah. was the girl in a movie who you wanted to protect. That's why she's I, great. She's she's all that. Oh, she's all that. And this is incredible because at the end of it, you realize she doesn't need to protect it. He does. I don't know what more to say with her. I would like to see her have a nice little comeback thing. That's, that's the best I can say about her.
1: Yeah, it's one of those I feel, things where I'm I feel like she
0: might have been a person too who, like, she was at the height of all that Weinsteinism stuff. Maybe yeah. she just, yeah, and let's be honest, she's all that is a Miramax movie. Yeah. She may have just walked away and was like, nope, not doing that. Yeah, well, this is a few yeah. years
1: after she's all that. That's not a Miramax movie. I don't think I think it's Paramount.
0: Isn't Miramax, she's all that? No, no, this one. Here oh, no, no, show. I meant, I meant for she's all that is why I yeah, it. no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it is because there's that great joke in, in Jay and Bob Strike Back where he goes, don't they only make classy movies like the piano and the crying game? He goes, well, after they made She's All That, everything went to hell. Fair point. <laughs> uh, so, Josie and the Pussycats. The next person we have to talk about is, and I think it's for the Pussycats, it's you and me, it's both of our MVP, mm-hmm. uh, Tara Reed. What happened to her?
1: The amazing thing is, before this, she's in a Robert Altman movie, <laughs> and she's also in a Coen Brothers movie. What Robert Altman movie is she in? She's in Dr. T and the Women.
0: I've never seen that movie.
1: I have not either,
0: but I know it exists. Okay, and she's in, and then she's in The Big Lebowski. And let's be honest, she's kind of a big part of The Big Lebowski despite how small of a role she has.
1: Mm-hmm, she's a really, you know, important
5: character. Here.
0: Should I put her most famous line like right here? Yes, definitely. From that movie? Go for it.
5: You're not blowing. Our guest has to be getting along,
0: Mrs. Lebowski.
5: Oh, your bunny. I'll suck your cock for $1,000.
4: <laughs> Wonderful woman. We're all, we're all very fond of her, very free-spirited.
5: Brand can't watch, though, or he has to be 100.
0: <laughs> That's marvelous. Okay, do you know what that line is? No. Okay, well, you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it when you hear it. Yes, a few oh. weeks from now when I hear it. <laughs> yes, so exactly. after,
1: after this, she does Van Wilder.
0: Which is, say what you will, it's a very big movie.
1: It's a big movie, but... Ugh. And then I think she has, like... I think she, this is when the troubles start happening when she goes like off the deep end and starts doing a lot of drugs because then it's, like, movies I've never heard of. Well, Alone I would like to point out
0: something. I would like to point out something. You didn't mention something in her filmography right there. She does American Pie. Oh, yeah, you're right. And American Pie, say what you will, it maybe doesn't hold up in some ways, maybe it's problematic in other ways. American Pie was a massive fucking film.
1: She's in both of them.
0: She's in no, she's in all of them. She's in American Pie 2. I believe she's in American She's in American Reunion. Oh god, is she? That one
1: sucks. I I've, I've never I don't I haven't watched past the the second one.
0: Uh they're just I don't know, they're just nah. Yeah, she's in like some big stuff. And you think The Troubles is like drugs? What do you think? It's drugs. It's for sure like I believe
1: drugs. She had like a her own little TV show and uh, yeah. That's bad.
0: Alone in the dark. Oh god. Yeah,
1: which I think is directed by Bowl.
0: It's it is certainly directed by him. Yes, yeah. that is a way to put it.
1: I I don't know how to feel about Tara Reid because she's in a bunch of like Sharknado stuff now, so she's working. She's clearly hey, got, still got
0: to got to pay them bills.
1: Yeah, she's in a bunch of movies on that on Wikipedia do not have hyperlinks, so.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's weird. We started off with what I think at this point in 2001, Rachel Lee Cook was the most famous out of these three. And Tara Reid was probably right in the middle. And then it was Rosario Dawson. We've almost come the exact opposite way now, where I think Rachel Lee Cook is the most obscure. Tara Reid's still in the middle. And we now come to who I think now is a pretty big star in her own right. Rosario Dawson.
1: Yeah, Rosario Dawson is I mean, she was a pretty big star then because she was like in Kids
0: we don't have to go into kids. I'm in a good mood. Let's um, oh, not talk about kids ever, please. Oh, yeah. dear God. Movies that have kids in them, Tyler.
1: <laughs> and in the
0: title. But she, and I mean, she has a pretty good little career. And Rosario Dawson is now bigger than she was then.
1: Yeah, she, she works after this. Like, she, the next year she does, like, Men in Black 2, which is a bad movie. Uh, Adventures of Pluto Nash, which is a worse movie. 25th oh Hour.
0: Which she is does, a great movie. Great movie.
1: She does Rent, Sin City, Clerks 2. Hold on, go, hold on.
0: start start back, start back there. You said she does Rent? Rent. I hate Rent.
1: Rent is really bad. I'm not oh, going to argue for Rent. Yeah, rent is really no, bad. I do not like
0: it. What does she do after that? She does Clerks 2, you said? Clerks 2. A movie she's I gr- like. And she's fucking charming in Clerks 2. Yeah. Uh, she does yeah. Death Proof. That's a fun movie. Seven Pounds. Boo. Eagle Eye Boo. The Seven
1: Pounds is like um, you know, a movie that had like a lot of buzz when it came yeah, out. Yeah, it,
0: it was called Oscar Bait and they did not bite.
1: I'm not saying and she just she just continues to work. She's in France. Yeah,
0: yeah, but she's no. Ne- oh, that's right. That's a bad movie. That was the second movie. Oh well, I don't know about all that. I like parts of trance. There there's a there's a moment in that movie. That was the first movie I ever saw with my now wife, Brielle. This is before we were even dating, and Rosario just comes out with the fucking hardwood floors, and I was just like, "Oh, this is fascinating." And Brielle just kind of looked over at me. I'm like, "What? What am I supposed to say here?" Good lord! I mean, she. I mean, and I'll say this: out of the three of them, I will happily push Tara Reed into traffic, and I will, I will just tell, I will just tell Rachel Lee Cook to run to get next to Rosario Dawson. She, Rosario Dawson is just. I mean, I don't know if there will ever be another woman who is just like on Rosario Dawson's level of just like sheer like. And it's, it's, you know what it is? I'm looking at her right now. It's her smile. She just has mm. this incredible smile.
1: She just, she's very charismatic, even if mm-hmm. a lot of the movies that I've noticed I either don't like or haven't seen. She works a lot.
0: Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, she does she,
1: like three, she does like, like four movies a year. I mean, a lot of them is voice work, but like still, that still pays.
0: Yeah. That's insane. This movie, I guess, at its core is a weirdly musically mixed up romp with 60s spy elements to it.
1: Yeah, weirdly.
0: (laughs) Explain to everyone what they're doing. They're brainwashing children. So, Parker Posey, who's the best. (laughs) She's so good in this.
1: (laughs) Who I love and is on a whole other level of camp than everybody in this movie. But but needs to be. But needs to be. She is at like a 25 and you're like, a 25? I thought the novel only went to 10. She is at a 25.
0: (laughs) Oh, it broke off, baby.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it broke off and kept going. She owns Mega Records. Essentially what she's doing is trying to convince the government to do this big plan for this like giant first Josie and the Pussycats like show where everybody wears these weird like headphones and it'll basically like brain like mind control them like completely to so where they're kind of like zombies. And what she's trying to do is to get everyone to like her So she can like take over the world.
0: Okay, okay. Before we go any further, because I think we need to, I think we need to worship at the feet that is Parker Posey. What is your favorite Parker Posey movie? And what is your favorite Parker Posey moment in this movie?
1: Oh, when she has the suit that has like the birds or whatever are like hanging off of them. All the little feathers
0: coming off of it?
1: That is the best. And every time I see that scene, I'm like, that is. Amazing.
0: And what's your favorite Parker Posey movie? Is it oh, this? Oh, uh, Best in Show. As is, is, uh, is, that's, is, that's pretty good.
1: kicking and screaming. I don't think she's in much. Yeah, probably be Best in Show.
0: Okay, so Best in Show. So the scene where she has the feathers and Best in Show. Mm-hmm. For me, I think it's the scene where you're first introduced to her because this is really the first time good meets evil in this movie. Ladies and gentlemen, the head of Mega Records and the host of your party, Stephen.
5: Why do you do what you do to me, baby?
4: Shaking
5: my confidence, driving me crazy. You know if I could, I'd do anything for you. Please don't
4: ignore me because you know I am adore
3: Welcome to your party!
4: Enough spectacle. Let's go be girls. This is my girly room. No boys allowed. Come on, girls, sit down. We'll gossip. Uh.
2: Isn't he just the cutest? He's pretty
0: cute. And they have like four strong men in tuxedos carry her down a like a big banister and she goes I'm what is what is her name in this movie?
1: It's Fiona. <laughs>
0: Yes, that's right. She goes, "I'm Fiona. Welcome to your party." And like everyone just applauds, and then she goes, "Josie!" and runs over and she goes, "Come with me." And they enter this giant room. She goes, "This is my ladies' room. No boys allowed." And then like this guy just comes over shirtless with a bow tie and hands her like some candy and she goes, "Thank you." And she goes, "Isn't he the dreamiest?" And the <laughs> and like the three of them goes, "He's pretty cute." And like you were just like you're like, "Yeah, she is on a different level in this movie." She is and like, she's so socially awkward, but she's so wealthy. No one's going to tell her. No, it's exactly. so, it's so it's great. so
1: good. It's like the movie is good. And then it like keeps introducing like people and like players to it. And mm-hmm. once it introduces Fiona, you're like, this is the best. This is at like the perfect
0: amount. It needs to be. This is, I'm totally on board and just so people don't flag us later my favorite parker posey movie is blade trinity it's a great performance wrapped in a terrible movie but she is so funny in that movie
1: i mean when parker posey way.
0: gives triple h shit there's there's no way i'm not laughing like it's great
1: there's uh, if that's the case then i should also throw out scream 3 which is a bad movie oh, oh, a God, bad yes. scream movie but she is in it for maybe 15 minutes and it's like my favorite part of that movie is when they're like running around the house, just being like, what does it say? What does
0: it say? Like she is. Oh, it's so so good. Parker Posey is amazing and deserves all the, all the love in the world. They meet her and things start to, and throughout this whole time too, Valerie and Melanie start to suspect that like, they're trying to break up the group and put Josie on her own path to solo artistry. And Valerie is super suspicious of it. And, like, Alan Cummings is always, like, forgetting her name, not inviting her to parties and stuff. By the way, do you have a favorite scene in this movie? Yeah, we already
1: did it. It's just the line, the comic book line. And, like, the opening is, like, really good. Okay. Like the the, well, I the would
0: opening. Like, I would like to talk about my favorite scene. This is when I knew this movie was on a whole nother level. Alan Cummings' character says, We're going to have Josie stay here and work on lyrics tonight. You two are going to go and be on TRL.
5: Val, we're on TRL.
2: Hey, check out the view. It's fake. Wow, this stuff looks so different on TV. All of this stuff is fake. Where is everybody? Where's Carson?
4: Yo, kitty
0: cats. How you ladies doing? Carson Daly. Welcome to the show.
2: You're not Carson Daly.
5: What are you talking about? Of course I'm Carson Daly. Check the nails. You need to call me. I got plans. All right. Is everybody ready to start the show? Oh my god, it's Carson. Oh my god, it's Melody. Yo, man, you got to stop trying to be me with the nails thing. What cool. you say, man?
4: A brother K.B. Carson Daly? No. That's not what I'm saying. Mm. It's just that I actually am Carson Daly, so it doesn't work right now. i you just going to bring my gazoons, man. What's I'm Carson Daly. That's pretty good, man. Who else do you do?
5: Well, I do Mike Tyson. I would take a bite out of you. Man. OK,
4: what is going on? Are you, is this TRL or not? This
5: is not Total Request Live. It's more like Total Request Dead. Yeah, you see, ladies, we've only got one request today. And that's to kill you. <laughs> Carson said he's going to kill us. Like, that's the request.
4: All right, man, I got the blonde. He's not kidding. Go!
5: Ah! <laughs>
0: And Valerie and Melanie are sent to TRL. And this is ties into another scene, which we have to touch on to get to the end. And they say, where's Carson Daly? And all of a sudden this guy comes out and this guy is played by Ari Spears. And I mean, he probably same age as Carson Daly, but he's, he's a black guy. And he goes, Hey guys, I'm Carson Daly. And they go, you're not Carson Daly. And all of a sudden here comes around the corner, the real Carson Daly. He's like, Hey man, you can't, you can't do me. It doesn't make sense. and, like, Melanie, by the way, Tara Reed's character, the sweetest character in the world. Bakes sale, bake sales, she helps puppies, she wants to, like, believe everything is possible. She goes, oh my god, it's Carson Daly! And he goes, oh my god, it's Melanie! Like, just, just, Carson Daly. Every time someone would cheer for TRL, I bet it just ate at him. And he goes, I'm gonna let it loose in this performance. I'm gonna be the worst Carson Daly I could be. Do you want to know
1: a fact about this
0: scene? Go ahead. So at the
1: time of the shooting, Carson Daly and Tara Reed are engaged. Of course they are. Yeah. And they break up, like, I think months after this movie came out. That sounds about right.
0: Yeah. But, <laughs> so, and you find out that, like, Carson Daly and Ari Spears, I don't know why it's Carson Daly, because he's involved in this giant scheme to brainwash children, have to kill Tara Reed and Rosario Dawson's characters. And Ari Spears just does impressions while he tries to beat one of them to death. Oh, and then, He hits one very problematic impression. Oh, I I think I wrote down, I said, oh, the Bill Cosby impression is wonderful, but it does not hold up in some ways. Points for the impression. Yeah. No longer applicable. (laughs) And they eventually outwit these two because Ari Spears, I think, trips and knocks himself out. And Carson Daly is trying to kill Melanie. And the two of them realize they have so much in common And then she says, maybe we could go out. And he goes, yeah, you think? And then she grabs a cutout cardboard of Matt Damon and knocks him off the stage. And she goes, yeah, right, like I'd ever go out with you. And then she looks to the cardboard cutout and goes, you on the other hand, which is just, Tara Reid is so funny in this movie. She is exactly what this movie needs, which is. well, And and almost whereas like, Fiona, what's her name? Parker Posey is playing on a different level. And doesn't realize it. I think Melanie knows how to weirdly stay in the lines but not be too over the top.
1: Yes, exactly. Like She's it almost feels, feels like anytime we have
0: a dead space, let's just have her do something in the background.
1: Exactly. Like she it's not like she is overshining anybody. She's doing exactly what is right for the scene, what is right for the joke. This is probably Tara Reed's best performance.
0: Yeah, I would I would like, not disagree with that. I mean, I haven't seen Alone in the Dark, but obviously. We'll, we'll we'll take a gamble and say this is
4: her best performance. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: they eventually get out and get back to Josie who is at this point listen to the CD that Alan Cummings has given her which has brainwashed her into thinking that her two friends are evil.
2: Josie, we have to talk to you. How did they let the two of you in here? I specifically told the front desk, no visitors. Are you okay? Of course I'm okay. Why wouldn't I be? I have the number one single in the country. You two, on the other hand, should maybe be a little worried. Josie, Carson Daly tried to kill us tonight, and I think it has something to do with our music. Why do you call it? Our music. Bec- Are you even listening? I am listening very carefully. And do you know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing someone gloming on to my talent and my credit. Our music, Mel? I basically write all of it. Josie, no you don't. We write it together. Oh. Okay, so if we're all doing equal amounts of work, why isn't the band called Valerie and the Pussycats? I knew it. You've been thinking this the whole time. I'm just, I'm just backup to you, huh? Oh, but you're a good, solid backup. Oh, hey, Val. Who's a rock star? Who's a rock star? I am! Josie, don't do this. We need to stick together now. Oh, my god. Melody's going to cry. What's the matter, Snuggle Bunny? Finally realizing the world isn't all sunshine and rainbows? Stop it. Not everyone gets a happy ending, Muffin. Stop it. And do you want to know what else? Puppies? turn into dogs who get old and die. Someday you'll thank me. Of course, by then I won't be taking your calls. I gotta
0: say, like, they follow up one incredibly strong scene of comedy with this really beautiful scene of Rachel Lee Cook getting to stretch her acting muscles and just play an absolute monster. Yeah. And... I mean, I don't like I, I don't know. I like which is worse, what she says to Valerie or what she says to Melanie.
1: I think what she says to Valerie
0: really 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 cuts cuz like what oh, I, she says to
1: I mean, Melanie
0: is mean and just mean because it's mean to Melanie, but it's also kind of funny. It is, but uh, well, it's funny cuz of the way she ends it where she goes, "You'll thank me someday, sweetie." And she goes, "Of course, by that time I'll be too famous to take your phone calls." <laughs> Whereas like with and it's the it's the thing that she says to Valerie at the end, she goes, Who's a rock star? Like, because that's what Valerie would always say in support of her. And she'd go, you are like, and she goes, I am like, it's really shitty. So they've turned Josie evil. Eventually Josie snaps out of it because she trips with walking with her CD. There's by the way, CD players. Oh my God. Why (laughs) did we have those? Why weren't we using our phones? Oh, well, (laughs) don't you? Well, nothing. I looked at I, we were, we didn't have internet for three days and I was just sitting here at one point when we had the internet I was like man not having the internet sucks like ugh. oh dude I had I didn't have the internet here for like a couple of days and I like yeah, wanted to go insane because we also oh didn't have God. the TV either yeah so. exactly because most of the time if you don't you don't have that either
1: you just start slowly going mad
0: oh you're just like what could I watch anything I'll my just watch eyelids. something. I'll just watch something on my phone on Netflix and you just hear David Lynch outside everyone. And he's like, don't do it. <laughs> it's not worth it. You're like, I'm going to watch elephant man. You son of a bitch. He's like, no, he just starts attempting to climb the building.
1: The roaming
0: data. <laughs> <laughs> he's concerned about your plan he's not concerned about the quality of the film no he's just like, just like, your plan up. they eventually have to go stop parker posey and alan cummings characters and it it's a great ending sequence it's it, it almost takes the movie to a madcap level i would say it like takes the movie so
1: absurd that it's like it has to lean into like a like almost like meta cap com- commentary on itself like it actually does at one point Yes. the ending is like so strange that one of the characters, like, I think we're all supposed to learn to accept ourselves and that wanting each other like wanting approval from a mass group of people is wrong.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I mean, and it's great too. I mean, once again, another scene where Parker Posey and Alan Cummings discover that they went to high school together, and like we're both just incredible lo- but oh, by the way, Parker Posey has a terrible lisp. Has yeah, a, has a terrible lisp that she has to cover up. And Alan Cummings was like a freak albino. <laughs>
1: It is White
0: Ath Wally.
1: Like, it is the most.
0: I don't know how to end the sketch. Sketch ending I've ever seen. It's so <laughs> great because they all just kind of like be like, "Well, what do we do now?" It's like, it's like, "Well, we'll sign you guys to a record." Yeah, and I think they're they're famous because of that. They stop this, and oh, and the boy band shows back up again to fight them, and they're all no, in like full body. One cast. member
1: of the boy band. <laughs>
0: That's right. The other three are like, "Nah, we're good." They're like mummies. They're in full body casts. It's great.
1: <laughs> One of the body casts is like fucking like a flame shirt.
0: It's, the <laughs> so other one's funny. wearing a bucket hat as well, which is it's great. So funny. And then we get into like the final fight, and I'll say it: I love the fact that Rachel Lee Cook, when she squares off with Fiona, Josie squares off with Fiona, that it's just a slap fight. Yeah, <laughs> it's, no. It's there's not cool kung fu moves and everything, but God, it's just so good. This movie's really good. Do you have anything more you want to go into about this? I mean, the ending is like. They win, they
1: play a concert, she, like, accepts the invitation to date the guy who's always around, but is never... Oh, yeah,
0: Alan, Alan M., who who yeah. Alan Cummings is constantly just dunking on. He has a soul patch, you should dunk on him. <laughs> yeah, well, it was the times. The country was doing well at that point. Yeah, um, it's pre-9-11, guys. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, God. Wait, did this cause 9-11? Did- <laughs> Some no. guy in a cave, was some guy in a cave like, they ruined Josie and the Pussycats, now we strike. It was the final straw. No,
1: Mariah Carey's Glitter or
0: Glitter, that caused nine eleven. Well, I've never seen that movie, so I'll just it, have to take your word for it. It was released the day of
1: nine eleven. Oh, poor girl. That's why she showed poor, up on CRL. Poor Mariah Carey. That yeah. is
0: have my you seen favorite? Glitter?
1: No, but my favorite image is, like, the subway ad as, like, the tower behind it is, like, crumbling.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh,
1: God. We can edit this out. We probably shouldn't have No, no. I love the
0: idea of now. I love the idea of any time a movie underperforms at the box office, just having this, that image underneath it with just the words, could be worse. Could be worse. Um,
1: Could be worse, guys. We're going
0: to talk about a movie that was treated much worse. Hmm. What do you give this movie, Tyler? I'm going to give this four out of five cool, we're not that far off, I'm giving this three and three quarters out of five. This is this is a perfectly acceptable fun movie. I hope now, if I ever have a kid, if I have a daughter, I have one more thing I get to show them, be like, this is what fun is. This is just wacky fun. And look at these girls, they're not like they're not being mistreated, they're, they're kicking ass. Look at them, yeah. They're yeah.
1: in a punk band, when punk was weird mall
0: punk stuff.
5: Yeah. <laughs> look at them. Uh,
0: they're just adorable. Cute as the other side of the pillow, or whatever that expression is. The lights have come up and people are stretching and if they knew what was good for them, like I didn't a couple of days ago, they, nope, it's not my intro. They will be uh, sitting back down and the Tyler comes back out on stage and he's going to introduce our next movie.
1: You, fine people who have decided to stay for whatever reason, are one of the few, and I mean the few, who are going to be able to see Jim and the Holograms on the big screen. Because, my dear listener, they took the movie out of theaters after only one week of showing it on a wide release. Ladies and gentlemen, it's t- 2015, Gem and the Holograms.
2: Hey, did you, did you want everything? Did you you
3: think must be...
2: Aja. Shayna. and am Kimber.
3: Oh, Jerica, Jerica Benton. Come over here. Jerica Benton. You are cute and quirky (laughs) and no longer Jerica. uh, What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? The whole world wants to know who you are right now, which means so much free publicity. This is exactly the artist that Starlight has been looking for. Equal parts talent and mystery, talent mystery. Which reminds me, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all of that. Until further notice, none of it. Thank God. Wait, like what? She's so awesome. And the money. You get paid. Who doesn't want money? After the last show, you get a paycheck. But that's not what this is about. I want you all to think of this as an opportunity to reinvent yourselves. Escape, you know? It's, forget all that dismal mediocrity that you grew up in. Maybe... Take this moment to decide who, who do you want to be? Who is that person? What does she look like? And reimagine yourself the way you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> with a little help, of course.
0: Well, I want to start off with this. Um, I have a message to you from my wife. Oh. It's you suck because we <laughs> had to sit through this. I got, I got to tell you. You're making a real case for Existence not to be the worst movie on this most reviewed movie from me cuz what the fuck was this Tyler? Seriously, you, you know what actually I'm glad we spoke about Gemini man beforehand because I'm now going to say this. It's like the director of this came in and said, "What if Josie and the Pussycats wasn't fun?" Like that's that's what this movie is. It's an unfun version of Josie and the Pussycats.
1: Listen. <laughs> I Go know ahead. what
0: this movie is. This Yes, yeah, it's a big suck, is what it is. It's not a big suck. Oh, well, agree or disagree.
1: Think, I think it's good.
0: Well, good. Did you see it but in
1: theaters? No, I oh. wanted to. I well, wanted to. you I did. Go, but oh. they took it out before
0: I could go see it. Okay. Well, I didn't know that fact, and that's very interesting. It's
1: like one of three movies that got pulled, just like wow. straight, just got pulled from uh, wide release. Wide release. So, you want to guess how much money
0: this movie made? Oh, not a lot, I'm betting, which I don't think it deserves to. I don't think it's that good. It uh, made $2 million out of its $5 million budget. This was only a $5 million budget movie? Man, yes. motherfuck.
1: Looks good for a five dollar, $5 million mo- movie.
0: Yeah, I get Oh, no. It, it looks uh, great. Uh, Shut up. It looks great. I hated this. No, yeah, there, Trust me, there are two scenes in here. That I I, I can't attack. The scene where she's singing solo on stage is incredible. Right. That's, that's really well done. That's 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 really like whoever did this movie probably is a music video director, if I had to guess.
1: Yeah. John M. Chu. He directed a lot of music videos. He also directed
0: oh. Well, get into it. I'll get into it. I'll get into yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. So, give give the plot of this movie, please. I'm gonna
1: start up just by saying straight up, this plot does not matter. The movie does not care about this plot. Yeah,
0: because it decides to be a different movie halfway through. It does, and it's better for it. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No one wanted that fucking robot. That robot. Oh my god. It's like if Robbie the robot inbred for four hundred years, or however long it was from. Forbidden Planet to when this movie was made, he inbred, and that's what we've got. We've got this stupid little robot. Oh, I hate that ben, robot. Yeah, you're not wrong. I'll give the you that. robot sucks. He sucks on ice.
1: Anything you like dislike about this movie, I will argue is probably because it's not very good. That does not matter. I, I really do like this movie. Okay, <laughs> and I know it. I know it's not for everybody. Like I know there there's like logic gaps. You, you bet your sweet bippy It's not is for everybody. Terrible.
0: Um, and the movie is like kind of horribly acted. And the weird thing is, I don't know if you picked both of these because of the subject matter, because the the thing was guilty pleasures. But these are so similar in some ways. Like similar, there are yeah. two characters. There are characters in each of them. Like the character of Fiona in this is flanked by the character, or in *Josie and the Pussycats* is flanked by the character of Juliette Lewis's character in this. Mm-hmm. They're pretty much the same fucking character. And they get the same type of performance Julia No, they Lewis don't. Juliet Lewis good. sucks in this movie. Oh, she sucks. Disagree. I could see, I could see a whole spin-off movie with Fiona from Josie and the Pussycats. Juliet Lewis is terrible in this movie. And ah, she looks like she's wrong. sleepwalking her way through it. I'm not wrong. It's an opinion. I'm not right. saying it's fact. All right. All right. You don't like my opinion. All right. This oh my god. How did I'll take you? it back. I'll take it back. I'll take okay, it back. Okay, and I'm gonna say this. This movie should have been 30 minutes shorter. This oh, movie's two wrong. hours. This you're movie's almost two hours. And it takes for... Fuck- go into the plot. I'm sorry. I'm not going to talk anymore. Ben, this ben, is your ben. movie. Yes. I disagree
1: with the Juliet Lewis thing. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said you're wrong. That's, that's my a- bad. No, no.
0: No, that's okay. That's my bad. That's okay. It's okay. I
1: will agree with you. This movie is way too long. But the movie is about a teenage songwriter named Jerrica Benton.
0: Jerrica is... Benton. By the way, she's she's a fucking bag of water throughout this movie. I, I hate her. Like, she's not likable. Like, I don't know why, but I just don't like her in this movie. Ben, yes. You're not... Not wrong. Thank God. Okay, good. At least you can agree on that. I will agree
1: with pretty much anything you want to put forth.
0: <laughs> okay, how about you want to put this one forward? I can't tell the two sisters apart—not Kimber and Jem, but the other two. There are times. Tell-
1: and Sh- Shayna.
0: Yeah, sure. Shayna Baszler and Aja Kong. I can't tell which one is which.
1: I believe Aja is the one that is played by Haile Kiyako because it's the one that's kind of like lesbian a uh, Jace? I
0: I I don't know. I, I can't And tell Shayna me. is the other one. I'm not allowed to I'm not allowed to ask those questions anymore. I've anyway. been bar- I've been barred from the Dairy Queen because of it. Sir, this is the Lady <laughs> <laughs> You get your hands off me. I will have soft server. I will have your head that's that was that's that's another time okay so she's a songwriter and she's a
1: songwriter she's very insecure she doesn't want to sing her own songs thank god, one god night,
0: seeing if she was confident
1: one night she she films herself singing a song she gives it to her sister thinking that she had deleted it and her sister puts it on the internet and she that's, literally becomes an overnight sensation
0: that's it's, the other scene i like is when they shoot her doing that song she has like the rainbow across her face it's really well done
1: good news those the, the moments that the movie actually seems engaged and like interested in something mm-hmm. it's not when the plot is happening it really just just it's so secondary for most of the movie it is when music is happening and that is what i love about this movie is because, because it has somehow been able to synthesize what it feels like to be a teenager and hear a song even if it's a dumb pop song on the radio but it just connects with your soul in a way that no other movie has ever been able to to do and that is what I really like about this movie
0: it doesn't do anything for me this movie just it is it takes all the goodwill that the first movie built up and just squanders it like I was in a good mood coming out of Josie and the Pussycats and I was like okay I'll, I'll get through this next one and I first of all I saw the time I was like this seems far too long Ooh, uh, this you, seems. you're telling me <laughs>
1: This I turned seems, it
0: on and I was like, mm, "Ben's gonna hate this." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck! This is this is like Robinson Crusoe level long," and I mean, fuck it. I would watch Robinson Crusoe three times in a row before watching this again. Like, I'll, I'll deal with that little monkey. I'll I'll make friends with that monkey. Me and that monkey will start to develop tools so he can shiv all of Gem and the holograms. Ugh. Hope those holograms aren't turned on when I come in because, oh, they're get- so she writes songs and she becomes an overnight sensation.
1: Literally an overnight sensation. Yeah.
0: Which, and, and she then, gets an email that says, like, I want to sign you to a contract. She, it gets Juliet like a deal by
1: Juliet Lewis. And Juliet Lewis shows up and talks to Molly Wall and I, and you hear one voice of me
0: chanting, Hell yes, because that's. Fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, no, I love that. And and I don't want people to think I'm kicking the shit out of Julia Lewis. I'm kicking the shit out of the script and the performance she gives because I don't think there was a lot for her to do here. And I don't think I think maybe under the guise of maybe not a better director, but maybe a better script she would be able to do more with it. I think the script is what is holding her back. I just I don't think she's particularly amazing and I don't think she has a lot to do. Yeah. But Julia, Juliet Lewis is incredible. Natural Born Killers is such an amazing performance. I can point to several others in Cape Fear, she's great. She's really good at playing slightly white trash but innocent. It's it's a weird subculture thing she's tapped into.
1: Yeah, there's another movie she's in where like she's in it for a brief moment and you're like, wow, she's really good in that. And she's there and God, But I don't know. I really like her in this movie because she's kind of playing more campy. Molly Ringwald is too. Like just like big high emotions kind of feel. This movie is
0: not very good for the most part. <laughs> Before you go any further, is it from Dust Till Dawn? It might be Dust Till Dawn. I yeah, think she's, no,
1: like... I, she's good in that. I, there's a, specifically a movie. I think it's like a Robert Downey Jr. movie or something. I don't know. They're like doing like mm-hmm. a road trip and they like, go to her hometown and like have a conversation with her for a few minutes and then leave. Um, I don't remember the name of the movie. I've seen a lot of movies and I'm also kind of drunk. So,
0: <laughs> so these girls become a hit, but they only want Jem. and Juliette Lewis does this because Jem is nobody. They can make anybody gem. It's like yeah. kind of this idea of like, Oh, Jem is just an idea and I can control that idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Another thing you need to know is that Molly Ringwald, is like their mother of two of the sisters the other two are like foster kids um she owns like a shop and it's going out of business and one of the reasons why jem signs the record label it's really sweaty (laughs) one of the reasons jem signs to the record label is because she wants to
0: save the thing and that listen listen look okay i want to start with that problem when she decides to sign the exclusive deal to go solo, first of all, at that point, I've never heard any of the other girls sing. I've heard Jem sing, and she sounds good. Oh, By the you way, have heard them sing. Well, you've heard them perform, like, you, but they it,
1: s- they make a music video at the beginning. They of They
0: do. They do. That's right. But you can tell Jem is clearly on another level. Yeah, she is. It and is that's under, Jem and the holograms. Guys. Yeah, it's Jem. Yeah, exactly. It's not. Yeah, it's Jem and the holograms. And see, and once again, this is another thing it's a movie about a solo artist who is part of a band and the people at the top of the record company are trying to break them away. However, unlike Josie and the Pussycats where they do it in a really funny way, where they have Carson Daly show up and try to kill people with a baseball bat and it's wacky good times. This is just fucking annoying. First of all, Fuck those three sisters for getting mad at her. She's trying to keep a roof over your head, you selfish little bitches. Like, well, God fucking damn it. She like, didn't, I know she didn't go about it in the right way, but Juliet Lewis was also fucking over her. If you were truly friends of hers you or sisters, you'd be like, listen, let's at least hear her out. She's never listen, fucked with us before. Ben,
1: oh. I think it makes sense for them to be mad at the moment, because I would be mad in the moment if someone did something like that and didn't talk to me. Like, oh I'd be fine God. if they just told me first. Oh, I'd be like, I'll go, around, I'll go with this scheme. But, like, oh. not... Telling your sister that you're going to do something is sort of a betrayal. And also, they like, I, I they guess. like, Ugh. they like reconcile literally minutes after that. Like, it does not I matter.
0: Mean, I mean, I'll tell you this I don't see them giving a fucking ounce of shit to Molly Ringwald's character for not telling them. It's a little fucked up. She didn't say anything. Right. No, they should not. Where's, be mad where's at that too? scene where they fucking get mad at her? They don't. They because, oh, Yeah. You're not
1: wrong. Listen, listen, Ben, you have a right to get vetch. I understand what this, I understand this movie is not very. It's a little weird.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's that's,
0: that's a term for it, I suppose. What it's
1: going for. Because it's like, it doesn't care about plot. It really does not. It, like, so doesn't give a shit about the movie or the stakes or the characters or anything like that. It is really wholeheartedly just, like, about, like, <laughs> about what it feels like to be young and liking music and that's all i care about that's the one like the only reasons why i like this movie so much is because of that
0: it's because it really i relate
1: uh, to that a lot for some reason
0: it's just it's so fucking frustrating and it's a vexing movie because i don't care about any of it i just don't i don't fucking like it it's it's annoying at best and it's it's the exact same fucking film as the first one that's what's so that's what's so vexing they had the template there. Why didn't they just do that movie again?
1: Because yeah, oh. that movie didn't make
0: money. And so, this movie yeah, didn't make and, money and either. And guess what? This one didn't fucking either. So you didn't do anything better. I will oh. bet you I'll bet you fucking I'll bet you fucking Josie did better than this. It had to have. It had to have. It
1: was more of a bomb, actually, because Josie was on a $39 million budget and only made like $19 back. So fuck. it's technically more of a loss. Fuck. Fuck, fuck um, Fuckity. But this movie's only like a $5 million,
0: um, million budget. Oh god. And he, it only made like a paint. It. So the the, she has a robot with her too, by the way. This oh, is yeah, we, yeah, just a little <laughs> robot because her dad was an inventor. Because sure, why not? And uh, and you think to yourself, that's weird. I mean, it's nice she kept that robot along. So when they get flown back to LA, the robot turns on and the robot starts to like send her on an adventure to discover something. Which mm, fuck you? Who cares? Fuck also, off.
1: It's, it's also very sweaty.
0: Uh, ben, real quick, what's the
1: name of the robot? Oh, is it? That's not Cerebro. It's bunch of nine it's a bunch of numbers. It's uh five one N three R G Y or Synergy.
0: Oh god, fuck off Synergy. I didn't uh Oh god it's it uh,
1: oh. I'm sorry I'm putting you through so much pain. It's, it's I, okay. It's, I didn't it's not it to. wasn't
0: that bad. I mean I'll tell you this I fell asleep three times during it. So I, I definitely the fuck fucking say no to a paycheck rock what the fuck man Oh. No, this is a
1: favor. because The Rock oh, sure did a movie, was. did a movie with the director just like a couple, like a year or so ago. What was it before this movie came out? It's G.I. Joe uh, Retaliation. I mean, yeah, that's The good G.I. Right. Joe movie.
0: It is the fun G.I. Joe movie. Okay, let's jump into him real quick because I don't think anyone in this movie is famous, uh, famous enough, or does or has warranted a career to talk about. We could
1: talk about Molly Ringwald, but I, don't know.
0: I mean, I mean, Molly Ringwald will work for the rest of her life because Molly Ringwald at one point was the face of the '80s. Like, like she, she is, does, like
1: she like translates books now.
0: Good for Molly Ringwald. Sounds like she's oh, doing a lot God. of good work. Sounds like she really knows that God is going to try to smite her for this gem in the hologram thing, and she's trying to make up for it. All right. Actually. What I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying God is still a vengeful God, and he knows he knows what sin is, and he will find the sin. For the, no, I'm kidding. It's not that bad let's talk about this director i don't know much about him
1: his name is john m chu i really like his movies and this was like sort of my gateway to them
0: give me your three
1: my three are probably Crazy rich asians because i do actually really like that one uh this movie's probably number one and also what is it step up to the streets <laughs> it's really good
0: okay i'm gonna tell you right now i don't know if i've actually hold on let's start at the bottom and we're going up. I've never seen Step Up 2. I've never seen Step Up 3D. I doubt you've seen the Justin Bieber movies. Oh, that's a big 10-4. I have seen G.I. Joe Retaliation, so that's number one. Although it doesn't have Joseph Gordon-Levitt as uh, Snake Eyes. <sighs> what?
1: missing? Uh, that's a that's a problem right there.
0: Isn't he great as Snake Eyes in the 5? He and is. In a fucking terrible movie. Oh, it's so, so bad. So good. Um, now You See Me 2 is, is not fun, a great... Nah, not... sure yeah it's not now you see me Me one though that's a way better movie crazy rich asians i have never seen which i'm told by everyone i would like fun romantic got jesus christ he has 10 movies coming up yep wow good for that guy he's doing well Um, so Twelve in the heights
1: is gonna fucking probably on because it's a it's a musical and this guy shoots
0: music really well Yes, I will give him that. He does have that ability. So, she is forced to sign a solo contract. They are not friends anymore. All of a sudden, they are friends again, because Jem discovers what it is she needs to make this robot work. Synergy. Fucking hate that name. It's her earrings that she was wearing in the beginning. She gets them, and I
1: know you're asking: Does her dead da- dad have a monologue in this movie? You're goddamn right, he does.
0: Yeah, because he's one of the holograms. Ugh, and it, and it also this time Juliet Lewis, who turns out to be a real snake in the grass. She meets Juliet Lewis's son, who is also part of the record company, and he's like their handler, I guess, because he's trying to learn the business. I don't know. He uh, also has a
1: dead dad, and we learn that he is actually going to inherit. The he was supposed to inherit the
0: whatever. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> you just brought me a lot of joy with like being like, uh, fuck you, who cares? You're watching this movie. <laughs> fucking got, whatever. It's we got the four of we got the four of you's money. We're gonna take this
1: out in a week. I don't know. You bought a ticket to Gem and the Holograms. Why are you complaining?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You you know you know what this You is. know listen it's, it's the line from It's Always Sunny where um have you ever seen the episode called Dayman?
1: Oh yeah, Damon. Where <laughs> he
0: pulls out the gun and Danny DeVito goes, What the hell is that? He goes, You know what it is, bitch? <laughs> and like just <laughs> shoots him like three times. That's exactly what this is. It like anytime something in this movie happens, I go, What the hell is this? It's like, you know what it is, bitch? It's gem and the holograms.
1: I don't understand like people really bag on this movie, and like I get
0: it. It's not great. Oh, it's it's no, it's it's fucking upsetting. But it's fucking Jim and it's like gym in the holograms. Yeah, also, I don't care. Get, I don't like, know what that is. I don't. It's based off a fucking Hasbro toy. That exactly. should have me off immediately that this was going to be bad. You know what's exactly. never worked? A fucking Hasbro toy movie. Those fucking Transformers movies. Now they did very well. Fucking suck. And Dark of the Moon's good. What's that? Dark of the Moon's good. You like Dark of the Moon? I'm joking. Oh, I was gonna say you are. I was gonna say you are fascinating. I'm gonna get a science study on you. Oh, the first one is fun. I I will defend the first one. There's, I mean, John Turturro is just trying so hard in that movie for no reason. Uh, so Jim and the holograms. What else do you want to say? I I mean, they um, they come back and they eventually sing together again, and they're they're sisters. They're not really gonna break up.
1: I do like the ending. I don't know. They're oh, do you, you mean
0: the ending where a man decides what they're gonna be called, Tyler? You I well, do you know monster. who he's talking to?
1: I, it's some writer for rollings i don't give a shit no, the person know. who's talking to is the creator
0: of *Jem and the holograms is that so who it's that's kind of like a right. wink wink oh, but, too bad too bad it's not as good as josie and the pussycats eh, sure raspberry noise did you stay for the mid-credit scene <laughs> there's a mid-credit scene what is happening <laughs> i feel like i heard ben just wonder if he had a stroke <laughs> hold on a second sorry someone's trying to come to the door in my studio when the sign clearly reads
5: you just told me
0: yeah i'm sure i did hey you want to say hi to tyler and tell him what you think of gem and the holograms it sucked thank you yes you can come in if you want to close the door i'll be done in a sec so yeah they wanted to take a look at the studio so yeah it's do you want to give your rating Uh, no, I want to
1: talk about the mid credit scene really quick. Okay,
0: let's talk about the mid... Did you know there was a mid credit scene in this movie? Now I gotta go back and watch it again.
1: Ugh. So, what happens is, uh... Juliette Lewis' character is, like, looking for a band to rival Jim and the Holograms. Clearly, like, setting up some sort of sequel. And she finds the band The Misfits, which if you watch Jim and the Holograms, you know that's the band that they're constantly fighting. Um, and the lead singer of, of that band... Uh Pizzazz is played
0: by Kesha. Anyway, you're telling me there's a mid-credit sequence in this where she, Juliet Lewis, finds an evil band to take them on, and the lead singer of the evil band is Kesha. Yep. <laughs> Babe, that's a movie we need to make now. What is yeah. happening? Yeah, oh, yeah, this is just it sounds terrible. I, I don't know what to do anymore. Oh <laughs> Oh, my God, that was what the fuck? What the fuck, man? Ben, you're gonna be really, really mad at me. No, 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 I'm not. Because you're picking the next two. Mo- oh, sh- wait, you're picking the next two. Mo- That's right, I am. I am picking the next two. Yeah. So let's let's uh let's give it some star ratings, and let me see if I can book a cheap ticket up there, depending on what yours is. <laughs> give me gonna- this first,
1: because I might have to end the Skype call. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, you might want to start fortifying that door, because um, what's the name of the guy who plays the artist? <laughs> You're going to get the same treatment as him when you thought you'd go beat him up before you saw the artist. However, this time I'm justified. There's no court in the country that will find me guilty of this crime. They'd be like, you beat that man so badly and he's your friend. I go, he showed me Jim and the holograms. they go, we rest your case, Your Honor. He's free to go. We'd also like to apologize to him and give him this McDonald's gift card for $10. That's one, that's
1: one uh, double
0: quarter pounder meal. Yes, yes it is. One that I will eat while my hands are bruised from going after you. One it that will you be... will
1: eat as a free man.
0: Yes, while you are in the intensive care unit of the film hospital. P.S. <laughs> I'm the guy who runs the film hospital. You will get nothing. No, um, What you, you, want to, you want me to give mine first? Yeah, you go first. <laughs> 1.25 out of 5. It could be Fuck worse. This movie. It, it could yes, be worse. It could be existence, but you're really trying. You want that movie to get over. I, I feel like I defended it a little bit I might have
1: bumped that star rating up like at least one quarter star.
0: Nope. That rating was prevent that rating was put down yesterday at about. No, I'm, gonna,
1: I'm gonna i I'm, I'm gonna assume that I bumped it up one quarter star and you can't you can't stop me from I'm thinking. Sorry, that.
0: no, Harry Dean Stanton ain't standing in this movie. You ain't, you ain't making your cause. Oh, okay. What is yours? Four and a half out of five. <laughs> That's fine. It's a guilty pleasure. I love the movie Street Fighter and no one understands it. You you are within your rights. That was the beauty of these movies. No matter what you gave them, you're kind of exonerated.
1: Yeah, no, I, I love this movie. I know it's bad. Or I know why people don't like it. I'm not going to say it's bad. I know the, it's, it's a problematic fave.
0: <laughs> oh God! It, is it ever? Uh, I, okay. Can I tell you something? <laughs> Go right ahead. They have a mid-credit sequence.
1: Yeah, they have a mid-credit. What scene. are you
0: talking about? Can
1: I tell you real, for real, Zane? I did not know they had a mid-credit sequence. And I've seen this movie four times. That this is my fourth time watching it. I did not know they had a mid-credit sequence until I watched it with my girlfriend, and we were talking about the movie, and the credits just kept playing because we didn't turn it off. And then we saw the mid credit sequence, and we were both like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why? Oh, my God. But we it's... also want that sequel, because that sequel sounds great.
0: Look, I'll go with you on opening day. If they, I'll tell you this. If they can make that sequel and they can get all these people back, I'll happily go with you. That, that'll that be wacky good fun.
1: I mean, a lot of those people aren't working right now, so I'm pretty sure they can get most of them Yeah,
0: out. yeah, I'm sure they aren't. They, there's a reason. You're in jail. You're in movie jail. The only one that um, would be hard is
1: Haley Kiaka, because I think...
0: Like, I'd like to call this movie Gem and the Hollow Point Grams, where she's just she just takes out the rest of her band for being listen, dicks to her. She listen. saved the house and they give her no. no one apologizes for it by the way. No one says, hey, no, they, they do. Ugh, they yeah, do. Yeah, they yes, say yes, like
1: see- we're sisters, we we'll are always be together. Exactly. Sorry, we were right right. acting
0: that way. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, yeah. We're sisters. I love you, Gem I love you, Kimber. Kimber 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 says it nine fucking million times. To- While
1: you're ranting, real quick, I do want to get props to the person who does the cinematography, because I do really it. Beautifully done. It's, good so, good. it's so good. It's so good. That's probably I'm,
0: why it has half of my rating to it.
1: I'm so glad that that person is working with Chu again and is working with them on In the Heights, so I'm very excited. Very excited.
0: Yeah, no, that'll probably be good. I'm not sure. I've heard of In the Heights, but I don't know anything else. Oh, so the lights have come up, people are taking out their get 10 free movie double features after you watch 10 i, I don't know who, who knows what it's called and they're holding letters and i'm going okay this guilty pleasure shit ends now both of you we're not just talking about gem and the holograms we're also talking about rosemary's baby you guys getting all weird and sad on us last week with that crap you 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 figure it out cable guy was good Josie and the pussycats was fun but you guys you guys get it back in line we want a normal thing next week tyler it's your turn what are, what are we doing next week
1: so the topic for next week is movies that take place on a hot summer's day
0: movies that take place on a hot summer's day or hot or in the heat just like movies where there's a lot of sweat so movies that take place in the heat what an excellent subject i like it it is starting to get hot and i want to go to a place that i have actually been that is hot and i gotta tell you new york city is a very hot place and you and i are going to be taking a jump back in the wayback machine to next week for 1989 when we take a look at the hot Brooklyn streets on a particular day where you and I are going to ask the question, if you and I can both do the right thing.
1: <laughs> mm, you're going to need an excuse to buy a Blu-ray.
0: Yeah. well, no, good. I'm glad. That movie's amazing. Yeah. Um, after that, we are not going to leave the city of New York, but however, we are going to take a trip all over New York city. And you and I are going to follow an unlikely pair of friends who did not start off as friends who have to do something That involves stopping a man from blowing up cities, and you and I are going to watch the third installment. And I think there's an argument for maybe the best part of the series: Die Hard Three, Die Hard with a Vengeance.
1: I have not seen that movie since it was like playing on TBS. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's a pretty,
0: it's a pretty incredible little film. And I cannot wait to discuss it with you. So next week, guys, that is 1989's Do the Right Thing. And it is 1995's Die Hard with a Vengeance. Join us for a steamy time next week where we talk about movies in the heat or whatever the hell it is I was talking about. And we will see you guys next time. You of course can follow me at TWGTF pod. You can also follow Tyler there. That's where we post uh, stuff about the shows. If anything we see, that's good. You can follow me at ET critic where I post all my stuff, read my scathing review of gem and the holograms recently, uh, because of some nice boy who made me watch it. And you can follow me at Benjamin Colton. And yeah, that's everything. Tyler, do you have anything to plug? I mean, go watch,
1: go watch, uh, go watch the possessed. It's
0: really good. I thought you were going to say, go watch gem and the holograms. I was like, no,
1: no, I uh,
0: know Yeah, <laughs> And yet, we still watch Jim and the Holograms uh, So, for Two White Guys Talking Film, I am of course your host, Ben.
1: And I'm Tyler
0: And we will catch you guys next time, and remember guys don't make other people clean up your trash. They're probably already watching you make out and thinking, why her? Why'd she pick her? Why not me? Why couldn't it be me? I don't know <laughs> Is this Jim and the Holograms? Yeah, H- is I'm still in the show theaters? Show How, is this the show show. How is this happening? What's going on here?